Celebrating 15 years of this beloved foolery. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be a liar. If I was to say to you, Central Coast, I know I'd be a liar. Hey! Hey, there we go. Come on, Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. I like how you fit it in there, Greg. Jeff and Jeremy, light my fire. Oh, yeah. yeah. Try to set the night on fire. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. guy that we have that mows our yard is my wife. It's, it's free, which is nice. I don't care for the tone it is mowed in. She wanted to mow it. And I, and I was like, look, that's fine. But I want you to go tell every neighbor that you choose to do this. I don't want to always be getting stopped like, you the guy that makes his wife mow the yard? I'm like, yeah, I got my mom on the roof right now. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, it's Jeff and Jeremy. Good morning. Happy hump day, as they say, right? Happy hump day. Do you run into that problem with your wife picking up the dog poop? No, because the dog poop's in the backyard, Jeff. You know this. And uh, nobody sees her in the backyard. Thank God. <laughs> I would totally be judged. And I, that's okay. I'm okay with this. I'm okay that my wife can do some things outside. She actually mowed the grass while I was in California, uh, while I was down there. And uh, I was like, wow, you mowed the grass? I'm like, I'm so proud of you. She's like, pretty much told me to go jump in the pond. She's like, whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, I've never, she's never mowed this grass in the year and a half we've lived here. So the fact that she got out there and she mowed it, I was so proud of her. I gave her a big hug, but. It was yeah, that's something I never even thought of. Like, if I died, there's like, there's no, I don't, I'm pretty sure my wife would not be able to mow the grass. Oh, come on. Like, she would be able I've to ever, figure it out. Somebody would be able to show I, her. It's not, I, I, I mean, 10 year olds mow grass. Let me go grab her real quick. <laughs> You're just asking for trouble. I'm telling you right now, this is not going to end well for you. Cause I guarantee you, if a nine or 10 year old can mow the lawn, your wife who is in her, I don't know. Now, see, I'll get in trouble saying this. Much older than that, over 30. Is she 40 yet? No, she's not 40 yet. She's in her 30s still. Would be able to figure it out. All right. It doesn't matter. Just stand in front of one. Okay. Yeah, sure. That's fine. <laughs> if I died, would you know how to horrible mow the grass? Would you know how with our lawnmower? <laughs> not even a little bit no <laughs> it just occurred to me i was like i was like i i you know in just in case i mean not that i'm planning on dying but just in case i should probably go through the steps because it's very simple i it's a very simple thing landscaper here we come <laughs> there's something else you always ask me if i would know how to do and i tell you i don't want to learn how to do that what is it i can't use the 
Oh, well, pressure gosh. cooker, for pressure sure. Pressure cooker, I'm not using. Yeah, I'll pressure the cooker, house she, There's something else she, you're always like, let me show you. Just come over here and I'll show you how I to do it. She thinks I cook nails in the pressure cooker every time. <laughs> I, 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 I use the pressure cooker. I'm like, listen, it's pretty simple. It's, we've used it 200 times. It's never blown up. That is really going to bother me now that I always tell It's something, and it happens often, that I always tell you, you know, you're always like, let me just show you. I'm like, no, I don't want to know. Oh, is it oh, taking the lint out of the dryer? It is. Is it no? She does that. Um, is it the pool stuff? Is it? Is, no, is I'm it, never doing that. Either. <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. Am I like unclogging like sinks? Oh yeah, the P trap. It's the P trap. That's not the P trap. Okay. That's disgusting. Like that sounds like a horrible name. I'm not touching. Well, that. it's not P, but I know. But um, oh, I wish I could think of it. I can't think of what it is. Is it yeah, taking out a- the garbage? <laughs> is it taking out the garbage? I can take out the garbage. No, she does that. She can't hear me. Um, Sometimes. <laughs> Not very often. No. Oh, I know what it, something is. I can't turn on our fireplace. I won't. Turn oh, on yeah. That's what it is. That's yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, because it's gas. I, 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 yeah. Every time, every time I'm like, here, you come over here and it's old school gas. So it's, it doesn't have like a switch on the wall that doesn't ignite her. It's like you actually have to go in there with. Turn the valve on, on. Use a lighter. Turn the valve on and then use a long lighter to, to light it once the, once the gas kicks on. <laughs> And she's like, I will never do that. I will sit in our house freezing cold freeze. with blankets <laughs> until you get out. And in the wintertime, because of some of the projects I work on, I have to work long hours. So sometimes I won't get home till like six or seven and the sun's already been down for a Possible. while. And everybody, everybody's got, got uh, one of those Snuggies on and, and electric blankets and stuff. I'm like, what do you guys do? Turn on the, the fireplace. Uh-uh. Nope. Not until you get home. Okay. Thank you. Uh, no problem. Yeah. So some things you, that we need to go over when I get home. Do you burn yeah. wood in your gas fireplace? Because it's the weirdest thing I ever saw in California. When you grew up in the Northwest, you either have a wood burning fireplace or a gas fireplace. The gas fireplace doesn't burn anything but gas, and the wood fireplace obviously burns wood. But for some reason, when we moved down there 17 years ago, like three different houses I went to, they had gas fireplaces, and they're like, "Oh, this is great. Yeah, we just put the wood in there and turn the gas on, and it, there you go." No, like, I know. That's, that's so what, strange. That's what, that's what they told us to do with ours. And I was like, no, I'm going to go get some decorative logs because it's a gas fireplace. It's not meant to be cleaned out ever. Yes. Okay? <laughs> it's so it's, weird. I know. They're like, oh, no, it's great. You just put wood in it and then the gas lights the wood on fire. I'm like, uh, no, not doing that. It's got a flue and everything on it. It's yeah, obviously it's a, a place thing. where nobody's really had a real wood stove. You know, it's just like mm. very rare to find a real legitimate wood stove. So my wife's back in here. She has words for either me or you. Well, I was just thinking of something. Yeah. Like you can't do laundry, so I don't know I how can you would do. do you cannot you do, laundry. do laundry. Our daughter's shoes are bright pink because you washed your red work rags <laughs> with her white shoes, and we just bought them. You cannot do laundry. You shrink everything, and you don't empty your pockets. I, I Every could, I could if I was more diligent towards it, but I just no. know that you'll take care of all and that. No stuff. one would have any sort of clothes last longer than a couple of days if you did laundry. So you can't do that. I don't Great think point. I washed the crayon the other day. That was in your pockets. <laughs> we don't know that. It could have been. I do know it could that. Have been in our son's, you were like a pack rat. It could have been in our son's pocket. <laughs> we have no idea. Okay. I know. She's We've already it. established that you're the laundry person. Okay. Yeah. All right. you, you do that. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. She what? You do that on purpose, don't you? See, so you don't do laundry. <laughs> no, I don't. 
I don't because I'd love to do laundry. Oh my gosh! Uh, I just started doing my own because yeah, I for a long time I would do stuff to destroy my wife's stuff, my mom's stuff when I was a kid, so I didn't have to do laundry. But then I just got to the point where I got so tired of waiting for just a couple of things to get done. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I would just start doing my own. But I don't know how you screw up laundry, Jeff. I throw it all in there, and it just it's all cold, and you know, just hit normal and go. Because the only time I ever do laundry is my to wash my work rags, and they're all red. And uh, yeah, it, it turns. What are work everything. rags like? Garage, like out in the in your garage? Oh, yeah, garage rags, red rags. You know they have one of these white rags that you can use at Costco, yeah. and they have yellow terry cloth ones that won't stain anything. I know. Oh, you're talking about like the old oil rags, like you have in yes. a machine shop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I guarantee I you, those things are going to bleed. Those are the cheapest things ever. That's they are. Uh, yeah, but you get so many of them. When is there something that your wife is doing around the house that you're embarrassed to tell your friends about? You can tell Jeff and Jeremy. Tell us. 805-543-3693. We'll have, have a good laugh. Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Alice Cooper coming back to Vina World Days Amphitheater, and we've got your tickets, of course. That's coming up at 8.40 this morning. You can see him with us. Be with us to win. Five years ago, I made a trade in our Master Deflators Fantasy Football League. thought it was going to be a good trade. I traded Aaron Jones, the running back for the Green Bay Packers, who's had much success as a lead running back. He does split some time with A.J. Dillon. For one, Sony Michelle, who was the rookie for the New England Patriots at the time. He since went on to play for the Los Angeles Rams, and he announced his retirement at the age of 28 the other day. He played five years in the league, got two Super Bowl rings. He got a ring with the Patriots and a ring with the Rams. In, fa- in fact, the ring that he got with the Patriots was against the Rams. Yeah. In the, in the Super Bowl. So there's kind of a weird uh, situation there. And I think he has the second most rushing touchdowns in the postseason in any one postseason for that run with the Patriots behind Terrell Davis. So he, he is in the record book, Sonny Michelle, but he retired after five years in the league. My question for you is, and because there was a few guys that, that retired this week, and I say retired with the air quotings, because Jabari Zaniga for the Saints retired at 25, and Monty Pottebaum, who was Monty a who? rookie fullback <laughs> at the age of 23 for the Steelers, decided to retire as a rookie. But he's, they announced his reti- he announced his retirement from the NFL. That's not that's not retirement. That's quitting, right? Like you just walked away from a job. And I would say the same thing for Sony Michelle as well. Well, I mean, it's interesting because you, you hear about people retiring early from um, obviously sports, but much different. The military, even like some people will retire in their thirties. You know, they they did a couple of tours, they ran the gamut, then they retired from the military. Police officers, firefighters, jobs where you're out there and you're really putting your body through something. Um, I, I, I don't know if it's quitting because he's not coming back to the NFL. You can retire and then go do something else. I mean, my, my, uh, I don't have any good examples. Um, I know people that have retired and then they've gone on to do other jobs. They're not completely done working yet. Like, um, a friend of mine retired from, uh, 
It's actually my parents' friend. Uh, the Washington State Ferry System, which is the Washington State Department of Transportation. They did their years. They got their retirement in. They retired. And, but there's uh, a pension set up in that situation. Now, I have no idea what the players right, right, right. in the NFL. So, you know, they did but, their number of years, though. They were able to retire. They retired. Now, they're not done working. They still have a part-time job because otherwise they just sit around the house. And so, so they shouldn't, shouldn't these players be then announcing that they are leaving the NFL to pursue other interests as opposed to retiring? Because in the case of Monty Potterbaum, he was a rookie. He was a rookie. That's it. He didn't play a year. He went to train. He went to mini camp, and the first part of training camp, he's like, "Ah, this isn't for me. I'm announcing my retirement." Yeah, like, that's what quitting. if you went to a job for two weeks and be like, that's "You know quitting. what? I'm announcing my retirement." They'd say, "Yeah, you're getting no benefits, dude. <laughs> you didn't even crack the 90 day probationary that's, period." Yeah, this, uh, to use the word retire at, is laughable at that point. I mean, I realize, I realize this guy is probably, what, he's 28 years old? Is that what you said? 23. Well, it's 28. Monty Pottebaum is, is 23. Oh, 23. Okay. Oh, my God. Okay, yes, he's played football his whole life. But he's, you know, growing up in Pee Wee to junior high, high school, college, and now he's made it to the pros, and, a, and he's gonna, and you can't long, retire. That's a long track, okay? I, I get it, okay? Um, you, you know, you have... Um, How many years did he play in the NFL, though? Monty, he's twenty three years for retirement. I I, I got to pull it up right I, here. I mean, what a couple uh, of years? I mean, no, not any zero. He's a rookie this year. They must have it in the. He didn't even complete training camp. <laughs> yeah, you're a quitter then. You're a quitter, and he says he's retiring from the league. I mean, having not even completed training camp. No, you didn't cut. You didn't make the cut. I would really like to know why. Is he afraid of getting hurt? Is his body hurt? Is he maybe he's been hurt? I mean, I would. I would think if you're hurt, you come out and say, "Listen, I've been. I'm injured. I can't play anymore." Very strange. He was placed on the retired list on Sunday, with the organization offering no extra context as to why he was placed on the retirement list. I, I think uh, they, if you retire, you go in and you say, "I'm, I'm retiring." I, it's funny. I think maybe that's the Steelers holding the door open. Right. Like, well, maybe this guy, you know, might have second thoughts and come back. I don't know. We uh, we went to you know school for radio. We went to actually a great little radio program in Auburn, Washington, at Green River Community College called uh, KGRG, and it's well known in like college radio and in 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 radio in general. And so, anyways, a lot of people go to that program because they want to get into radio, or a lot of people go into that program not knowing they want to do radio, and then they realize they do. They love the music. They like uh, the the aspect of being on the radio, breaking bands, or just you know doing what Jeff and I do and talk. <laughs> but there's a there's ninety nine percent of the people that go into that program don't get jobs, or if they do, they don't get a career. I should say they may get a job in radio. And so would it be funny if all those people that we knew that, you know, got their one, you know, part time gig doing weekends or overnights at a station. Um, and then they said, ah, I'm going to retire. <laughs> Recording commercials. <laughs> Recording commercials. I'm going to retire. It's oh, I retired from that. Like, I mean, if, you, if this guy, if this fallback is talking or sitting around talking to his friends and be like, hey, uh, Monty, what's the deal? I thought you were going to go play football. Oh, no, I retired. They would laugh at him. <laughs> what are you doing now? Flipping burgers and Wendy's.
I mean, you no. haven't even done enough no, in the league always, to actually dude, do something for the football. league. It's football. It's insurance salesman. You know he's an insurance salesman now. <laughs> or he going, works at a rental car place. He's, he's going to State Farm U right now. <laughs> uh, Oingo Boingo with the tubes and Drama-Rama and the Untouchables coming to Vino Robles coming up at 9.20 this morning. You can win tickets if you know the show. Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. All right, so apparently... This guy has come out. He's got a hack on how to butter your popcorn when you go to the theater. And I thought, well, if anybody should know if this guy's full of it or not, or actually is onto something, is you because you've spent part of your life working behind the counter, putting that extra buttery on the popcorn. Take a listen. You come to the movie theaters, we all face the same issue. The butter goes on the top. After eight good bites, it's over. Not true. You take a straw, you stick it on the buttery machine, you stick it in your popcorn, and you distribute it to the bottom of your popcorn. Okay. So I always see, I mean, I always see the guys, well, you know what pisses me off now is that the people behind the counter don't do it anymore. It's like you always thought, oh man, if I could just do the butter myself, and now you can, and it's not as good because when they did it, they put a little bit of popcorn in there, butter, a little bit more popcorn, butter, and then finish the bag off, butter. So then you had butter going throughout the entire bag. Now they hand you this entire bag of popcorn, and all you can do is put the butter on the top. So what I do is I get that little cardboard drink thing. It's got the little open snack thing in the middle, and mm-hmm. it's got the drink holders on the outside, and I pour half of it in there, and then I do butter, and then I pour that popcorn back in, and then I do butter. And it makes a freaking mess everywhere, all over the counter, and I'm sure the people downtown Slow Cinemas hate me for it. But that's the only way I can get butter throughout this the whole thing where, because they now don't hit, don't touch the butter. This is where Park Cinemas is greater than um, because Park Cinemas, they do it right. And this is the way I was instructed to do it before I retired from the uh, movie industry. Um, like Monty, I, I retired after six weeks because I didn't want to clean the popcorn machine. Maybe that's what they're going to make Monty do. <laughs> In Pittsburgh. They're like, hey, you got to clean the popcorn. I want the popcorn. Every time we do that. I heard a Jeff guy talk about it. No freaking way, man. I am not cleaning that popcorn machine. I will call it sick every day. I'm supposed to call clean out that popcorn machine. But um, when we would put the butter in the the popcorn, we would ask. This is the the day and age of customer service, and they still do this at Park Cinemas. So big shout out to those folks. Um, They say, do you want butter in it? And I was like, yes. And then they say, would you like some in the bottom, the middle, and the top? It's like, yes, yes thank you. Yes. That's, 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 and that's exactly how they do it. And that's how we were instructed to ask, would you like butter in it? Because we would, we would do it for an upcharge, actually. The butter was more than. Now it's not because they figured the popcorn's so damn expensive that they're just going to throw in the butter for free. And, um, and we would ask them, okay, you want butter? And, and sodas like, are yes. $5. I mean, yeah. they are refillable, but we all know that's, like, ridiculous. Well, now sodas are $5 everywhere, so <laughs> I guess they'll be going up at a movie theater near you. But, um, yeah, that's that's how you should do it. But most places, the problem with the movie theaters is probably a, a labor issue. They're, they just stick the butter thing over there in the corner, and they're like, they have people do, do it themselves. We, we don't want to waste the time doing it. Um, it, it creates a line and all that stuff, but I, I love the fact that they ask me at Park Cinemas and say, "Hey, can I get butter uh, all the way through it?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's exactly how I want it. Thank you so much." 
So and now you what you need to refill, do. They ask you the same question. Now what you need to do is if you go to a place that does it, not Park Cinemas, ask for the straw. And then you jam that straw down there. But how do you mix it and shake it? I don't know. It just seems like a pain in the ass. That's why it's easier just to sit at home. You know, they're making some really good microwave popcorns nowadays. Uh, you know, they used to just have butter, extra butter. And then they have movie theater butter. Then I had, the, what was the one? A butter explosion. Oh, my God. Extreme. Think, yeah, extreme. butter extreme. Is that pop extreme secret? Butter. Oh, my I, Lord. I forget what it is. But yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. After you eat the whole bag, you just kind of feel a little sick, which I know sounds terrible, but you know that's when you got some good butter. They use that monster energy drink <laughs> font on the <laughs> the outside of it. Extreme butter. Yeah. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. So yesterday on the show, you were talking about the number one condiment on the sandwich, and you said it was ketchup. And we were just kind of like, you got to be kidding me. This was like a survey so or gross. something. That is so gross. And... Um, why barbecue sauce also a number a a big big time up there condiment it's a national survey why is it that we collectively think that is so gross and i gotta think that even i know why californians collectively think that is super duper gross as well i think we like savior more savory things out here i think this most of the country except for out west likes really sweet stuff ketchup is sweet barbecue sauce is sweet i'm looking at this thing honey mustard was uh right after mayonnaise and above regular mustard i love mustard like regular yellow mustard i like brown mustard but yellow mustard is actually one of my favorite condiments i dip french fries in it um anyways um I, i started thinking about this sandwich thing and so i threw it over on our facebook page yesterday after the show and i said not counting bread what is the most important ingredient it makes the perfect sandwich. And what do you think my, I mean, there's somebody nailed it. I don't, I don't know if you, what do you think I would say? Besides bread? Yeah, besides bread. It could be anything. I mean. Well, the meat. And, well, there's this, yeah, what, what meat? Bacon. Bacon. I don't you care know, what kind of sandwich was... you have. Bacon always makes it better. I was looking at this uh, related post to that story where we got the mind funk yesterday, and it said it went through like the twenty three most popular sandwiches. I'd never heard of the twenty third sandwich. There was a bacon sandwich on there, which just consisted of bacon, and people drizzled a little bit of ketchup on it or a little bit of, of barbecue sauce on it. Now, bacon barbecue sauce, I'd be fine with, but it was just bread and bacon. That's it and a little bit of barbecue sauce. That was like one of the more popular sandwiches. I've never seen that served anywhere or heard of people making it on their own. I didn't know that a bacon ex- sandwich existed. Um, I guess I'd probably make that sandwich. You know, BLT wasn't on that list of, the, thir- of the 23 most popular sandwiches. That's but a, a muffle, sandwich, yeah. A and it's an easy, one. fast sandwich to make. You know what a muffaletta is? I do not know. what. A, no, what is that? It sounds amazing. Okay. So what they do is they you get a ciabatta roll. Okay. And you put tapenade on. Olive the, tapenade? Yeah, olive okay. tapenade okay. On, the, on the inside of it. They called it olive salad because it's a popular thing down in the south, and I don't think they use the word tapenade. But they put the tapenade on it. Then lamb? Then you, no, no. Then a little bit of provolone. Okay. Then 
all the different kinds of salamis, like the three different kinds, like hard, you know, uh, all that okay, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, some ham on it. And that's it. That sounds good. That sounds sounds amazing. I've never heard of that sandwich before. <laughs> the muffaletta. I, where do you get a muffaletta? And with the popularity of salami and provolone and tapenade in this area, yeah. how come nobody's serving a, mu- a muffaletta, but every single restaurant will sell a Cuban as if we're living in Miami? So I'm at a friend's uh, house uh, while, you know, we're during the fair. And, of course, we're drinking. It's late. And uh, we're having a good time. And we're, we're, like, wanting a snack. And we go out in the kitchen. And he's, like, he's got these buns. He's got these chicken strips. And he's, like, oh, watch this. And so he goes and he throws the bun on the flat top. He st- puts some butter on it. And while he's doing that, he microwaves the chicken tenders. And then he pulls them out. And he gets some mayonnaise. And he throws mayonnaise on the bun. And then he puts the uh, chicken tenders down and a couple slices of sliced pickles for a sandwich. Cuts it in half, gives me half. And he goes, what do you think of that? I'm like, oh, my God, that's one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. Amazing. Quick, simple mm-hmm. Just boom, threw it together like Chick-fil-A. He goes, better than Chick-fil-A. And I go, well, never had Chick-fil-A, so I'll take your word for it. I was pretty happy with it. Because there was cocktails and things involved, but whatever. Have you ever heard of the uh, the grilled cheese hack? I don't like it because it doesn't put the butter on, on the Oh, bread, with mayonnaise? Yes. I've tried it. No, 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 no. Oh. No, this hack is you turn your toaster sideways, and then you put uh, uh, the the cheese on each piece of bread, and then you toast it um, in there <laughs> with the cheese, and it melts the cheese. And then you pull it and out and put it together? And you pull it out, and then you slap it together. And I tried it because I saw it online, and it worked. And it wasn't bad. Um, I, I think I put some bacon in there as well that I'd already had cooked. Um, so it was a grilled cheese and bacon sandwich. Better. And it was actually, it worked pretty. Oh, no. No, that's not what I did. I put pepperoni on it, and I put the pepperoni on top of the cheese. Oh. So the pepperoni uh, uh, did the cheese, and it was actually very tasty. Weirdly tasty, except for you didn't get the butter crispiness on the outside of the bread. But I had the pepperoni to give me the flavor. So, so we're asking you right now, uh, 805-543-3693, the 805 beer lines. What is it that you need to have on a sandwich besides bread uh, that would make it perfect? James says avocados. Uh, let's see. Lynette says shredded iceberg lettuce. I agree. You know what? There's something about shredded iceberg lettuce on a burger or a sandwich that is so good. Pickles. I love that. Carly writes in jalapenos. These are all things that I would love on mine. Uh, Somebody wrote beer. Oh, I guess what? With a sandwich? I'm not really sure. Onions. Really good. Avocado. Yes. Meat and cheese. Lay's potato chips. I've never been a fan of this. Tried my wife a, does this. I've tried it a few times. Not my wife does it all the time. I don't understand. I, I never understand it. But I think my favorite is Jeremy Foss. He says bacon. Bacon is the best. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, and tomato, too. Nobody actually wrote tomato. I can't believe it. Like, tomato I, is so good this. on a sandwich. Bacon is pretty much, you could put it on any sandwich, though, right? Bacon, if you put it, like, you could do a peanut butter and jelly Je- sandwich. Oh, my God, you just took that right out of my... I mean, seriously, bro, we were on the same page right there. You could do peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You put, put bacon, bacon on it, on. it's so much better. It so, be yes, it's true. Bacon does make everything better. Uh, you can win 805-543-3693. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Turn it on in the morning. Every morning. Come on, girl. And leave it all day long. Because they're funny, they're entertaining. Shake that booty. 
from 93.3 KZOZ. It's Dumbass of the Day now, brought to you by California Diesel and RV with complimentary lifts to anywhere in the five cities. That means if you go there, you're hanging out in the uh, brand new waiting room, and you're like, hey, I need to get here. They will give you a lift there while they work on your vehicle. If it runs on diesel, they're your people. Cars, trucks, uh, SUVs, uh, fleet vehicles, they do it all. CaliforniaDieselandRV.com or 1189 Pike Lane in Oceano. How pathetic can some people be? Some lady told me the other day that I look like John Goodman. And so she goes, you, you look like John Goodman. And then she goes, a thin John Goodman. Like, that's going to make me feel better. That's, I should have said, you look like a pig. No, a thin pig. <laughs> no, like a really thin, hot-smoking pig that works out. Like, she's going to go, thank you. You have parking authority. Every town has parking authority. They're not cops. They drive around giving parking tickets. Next time you walk by a car that's getting a ticket, act like it's your car. They're not going to think twice about it. Just walk over and go, that's my car. Don't give it a ticket, you piece of <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can tow it. I dare you to tow it. <laughs> you couldn't even get a tow. Don't act like you have the power to tow my car. I had 45 cars towed yesterday. Is that wrong? <laughs> no, seriously, is it? What age do you have to stop saying serious? And like, you know what I mean? Like, for real. You can't be like 50, your boss fires you. For real? <laughs> no lies. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOC. <laughs> uh, we're off to Pittsburgh here. We got the parking authority here, or at least the directing of parking enforcement services in Pennsylvania. She was caught taking meter money. So how she, she ran her department was she had the... The uh, parking oh, Nazis go out and, and that's dirty money and write tickets and collect the change mainly from the meters, and uh, then they would bring the change back, and then she had another employee take the change and then go cash that at the bank. I'm imagining into dollar bills, and then she would keep that in her desk. <laughs> you would think most people would put it in the bank for the company, right? No, she she kept it, and she used a lot of it to buy uh, to go take everybody out to lunch for her to buy things for herself, including uh, cakes and things for company parties. Uh, they caught on to her. They found out she took more than four thousand dollars in just change. In With change, little... in change, yes, from parking meters, office space scheme. Yeah, the investigation took months because they had to figure it all out. But uh, a lot of stolen property. Stole over $4,000 in change. Um, she's apparently returned some of that money back, about 2000 of it. Her name is Sakila Coles. She's a 45-year-old. Made it all the way Mike. up to parking services director. And then decided to jettison a good career job and for, uh, yeah. for, for, for $4,000 in change. Now she could go to jail. I mean, this is, uh, you know, it's over 1000 bucks. That's a felony, brother. Mike Judge needs to make a not a sequel to Office Space, but just Office Space, but call it Parking Space, and um, the, the real life story of this lady. Because I mean, that's what the scheme is, right? It's like just take a little bit off the top, take a little bit off the top, and all of a sudden you're like, "Whoa, we took a lot off the top." <laughs> well, remember those twins we heard about that went online? They bought the key to the parking boot, and then they would just go online mm -hmm. and they would just post pictures of people's cars with parking boots. Like, "Hey, get down here in the next hour, and Shaniqua and I will take the boot off for fifty dollars." Yes. And there was a guy that sells that, and it's not against the law to sell that in the state of Georgia. I mean, there could be a whole. And he was making yeah. he was making a ton of money off of the uh, keys to the parking boots. Parking bitches. They only make like five or six different keys to the parking boots, the parking, which is stupid. They, you would never call them the parking bitches on CBS or NBC, but they could be the parking lot queens. 
Yeah. It's all the women that are corrupt, like the mafia. I don't think they're taking people out, but you never know. You know, you mess with that four thousand dollars. Tequila, come out to your ass. She's now facing jail time. She lost her job. And today on this Wednesday, she is Jeff and Jeremy's dumbass of the day. It's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.